Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Well, Yvonne, after thirty-eight episodes, two things are apparent.、Mm-hmm. One is that the final is just around the corner, and the second is we know nothing and should not be listened to when it comes to predictions. <laughs> well, I think we did predict kind of accurately about Warwick and about Modling, right? No, we I, mean, th- I don't remember my predictions. We thought Balia was going to go through. Ah,、uh, well, that was. I mean, they almost, they very almost did. Um. They, <laughs> well, I think, like Paxman said, this was not a fair representation of no, their of ability, which I completely agree with. Um, but I think if they had performed as they usually do, I think it would have been a much been closer match,、likely. and they could have won. Yeah. Yeah. So we、uh, predicted Warwick accurately, though. Well, that's true, but I think you would have to really、um, have something against them to not predict、yeah. that they would get to the finals. Fair enough. So we are here. It's the last of the semi-finals.、Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, we don't have the same rigmarole that we had with the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah. Just nice, straight, simple semi-final matches. And now we have two matches. The winners go through. The losers. On the bus back home. Yeah. So now、uh, next week we have the long anticipated final. After how many months?、Uh, far too many. It's eight. Eight. Actually, no, not far too many. Long months. <laughs> This has been a wonderful set of months. It really has been. It really has been. Yeah. The only、uh, downside was the Christmas break because <laughs> I'm not. I mean, they were more entertaining than they usually are.、Yeah. But I, I'm not a big fan of the、uh, Christmas、uh, version of University Challenge. All right, but anyway. Anyway, anyway. So this was actually、um, pretty shocking. I remember swearing a lot watching this because Belial they lost so many points. Yeah. I really think they. Must have felt a bit disappointed in themselves because、um, it's really not their day.、Um, I mean, they've been undefeated up to this point, so clearly, clearly something was off. Yeah,、uh, they didn't you know, seem. That's how it is. Yeah, they didn't seem too upset at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think anyway, making it to the semi-finals is a huge achievement. Yeah, besides, it's not like you win anything for the Southern Kudos. You don't get、exactly. any money, or I'm not even sure you get to keep the silverware. Really. Oh. Well, it depends on how cheap the BBC are feeling about this production. <laughs>、yeah. We love you, BBC. Please don't blacklist us for having a cheap shot at you. Yeah, I think this is just an ongoing run of strong teams really struggling as Mordlin.、Mm. I think that they're doing something in the green room to opposing teams because remember, Burkbeck also really fell apart in front yeah. of them. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, so Mordlin has been defeated by Warwick before. Yeah, so it's it's up to be seen whether. The same thing is going to happen again next week, or if the the way Modlin's been, you know, intimidating the strong teams, if that's going to happen as well next time. I mean, possibly. This is the thing about、uh, Modlin is that every time you think, oh, they're down and out, they start researching back because it's a mixture of things. One is, you know, Lawson <laughs> being this crazy、uh, individual who gets the better the more pressure is put upon him. Yeah, the more stressed he looks. And also, I'm really impressed with Davis this yeah, time. Yeah, so、around. Davis, I thought particularly Sean. He was、uh, MVP for this he round. He really was. Many, many starters. I was really impressed by how sharp and quick he he was actually. Yeah, I think also helps that there were quite a few questions which were relating to knowledge of American history or American、uh, writers. Yeah, and I feel like he definitely has an advantage there,、mm. opposed to I think some of his English compatriots,、mm. just because he would have been. I know, exposed to it a bit more in his、uh, schooling. For sure, for sure. But even on other questions to do with、um, geography, I、yeah. think he's very strong with、um, history. Definitely. Well, he's a history major, so yeah, I would hope so, his、uh, history is good. And they did. Man, I think they they got well. They got a mix of questions,、mm. a lot of hard sciences, but also quite a few humanities questions. And I think、um, just they modeling did such an excellent job. And I think this is where the well-roundedness of the team really helped because.、Mm. 
especially when there were pure mathematics or physics questions, Byrne was really yeah. proving his worth for the he team. He got so many of those correct also. And I think what really helped make me feel like maybe there's a chance for Modern to win in the final next mm-hmm. week is that there were several bonus sets where they were completely clean and uh, took it all entirely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were also ones where they completely struck out, but mm-hmm. I feel like once they got going, they really, really got going. And they did, they did. Quite a lot of momentum, especially in the last four or five minutes of uh, the match. Yeah, so, you know, Belial had the leading start. Yeah. But then they started to lose points from incorrect interruptions. And I think that's where Maudlin uh, got all the rebounds and that's what helped, helped them to soar ahead. I mean, obviously, it was not just because of rebounds. They're obviously a very good team as yeah. well. But I think um, it was just, you know, a bit of a strange dynamic going on with Belial at the same time. That's the thing, because before we've talked a lot about how Belial works very well yeah. And how, you know, they're a bit slower on uh, their conferring than other teams, but they have really good dynamic between uh, O'Connor, Crowther and Schofield. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it was there this time around. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it, it was, but then maybe just dropping points um, so many so early, I think that kind of, you take a hit to your confidence. Maybe. I, I really think that's what happened. But it could also be like, no, another thing that they really benefited from was good deductive reasoning. Yeah. And this time around, I mean, maybe they just didn't get the right bonuses to prove that, but well, there were some parts where they were making, I think, very, I wouldn't say easy mistakes, but some parts where they were clearly not thinking it straight all the way through. Like, mm. I'm thinking about the questions about um, straights mm-hmm. and the first one they got mm. wrong because they're saying name of a famous battle in 1944. It's like, oh, it has to be midway. Like, well, I mean, mm. it's not difficult it's to fair. learn that midway took place two years earlier. Yeah. And to, and it was called out because it was around Midway Island, mm. not because it was Midway in a straight. Yeah. But, you know, this is maybe a little bit nitpicky, but I'm just, I feel like I it's... To, to you, it represents that maybe that, that sharpness that they showed in previous matches was not really there. Yeah, I mean, this is not uh, the same as the team we watched masterfully deduct Russian um, let, uh, yeah, sentences yeah, yeah, yeah. to get an opera name. I think that was the, the my favourite moment yeah. watching Belial. That was excellent. Um, so mm. yeah, I, I guess, yeah, you're right. There could be all kinds of reasons as to why, uh, you know, maybe they weren't quite as sharp as they usually are. It might just be unlucky line of questions. It might be that, you know, other stuff is happening. There's no way of knowing. And I think, like you said at the beginning of the episode, and as Paxman said at the end of this, the episode of University Challenge, mm. this is not the reflection of of the team we watched go yeah, all the way f- all. Come through even, here. Because yeah. even the first round, I mean, they were strong, not amazing, but they did quite well. They, I think even in the first round, they, I, I remember they stra- stuck out to me. They struck, they stuck out, but they were against quite strong competition and they were kind of, yeah. you know, uh, made to work a little bit more. Then the second round is when we really saw them just mm. accelerate out of nowhere yeah. and defeat who I thought was a favourite in that second round, which was St. John's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like they really had what it took to get through to the final. So yeah. it's just, it's unfortunate to see, it's, it's not necessarily a problem that they lost, but it's just that it was such a stark loss. Is yeah, what it makes a really it a little score. bit, yeah. yeah I, I, feel, I feel bad. I feel them. bad for them, for sure. But you know, anyway, semi-finals, it's nothing to, to scoff at. It's a very good achievement. No, for sure. They did very, very well. I mean... Every team has done well, but they should they made an impression on, on all of us. <laughs> that, that's for sure. <laughs> and they shouldn't feel embarrassed about it. Everyone has off days. And, um, you know, um, worse has happened to better teams. Yes. So I would say just take it. 
in your stride and just say, hey, we got through to the semifinals. That's oh. better than the vast majority of uh, teams can say. Yeah. So, you know, good on I, I don't know what this does for Oxford-Cambridge rivalry, but... Uh... I mean, there are too many to count. <laughs> this entire, uh, you know, series is basically just that. Yeah. Ongoing grudge matches. All right, so shall we move on to some questions? I think we should. So I quite liked um, the second picture round that featured, I think it was O. Henry Award winners. So yeah. short story, American short story writers. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was quite fun. And I think this was one of the questions that helped Belial at least get back on the scoreboard a little. I think it definitely was a confidence booster because they got all three correct, right? Yeah, they did. And it was mostly O'Connor, I think. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, clearly shows that this is a strong team. Yeah. You know, so like something that you mentioned earlier about bonuses. Actually, I think Belial did very well on bonuses. Um, In the second the, half. Yeah. Because they, they got many of the bonuses correct. I mean, like you said, some wrong also. But um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought that was a very fun one. Uh, another one I liked was naming the French polity uh, <laughs> of based upon the work of art that was created when it existed. I'm sure you did. And I thought that was a very fun way of kind of having a change on when was this uh, created. Yeah. And it needed you to understand how many French republics there were, how many empires there were, mm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because Maudlin tripped up between a third and fourth republic, which is... <laughs> inexcusable. Not inexcusable, <laughs> but it's just, you know, you have to be careful because technically there's been five republics. I think we're now in the fifth republic. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, um... I don't know. It's <laughs> French politics is weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, all politics are weird, but especially considering they went from, you know, monarch to republic to emperor to republic to monarch to republic. <laughs> it's it's quite a journey. So, yeah, they've been on quite the journey. Uh, something similar to that was a question on EU buildings and cities. That was the one I managed to get almost all of those correct. Yeah, I got quite a few of those correct as well because I think there's also clues, right? So the courts, the banks, and so you kind of associate them with countries or cities that are also regional centers for things like banking or yeah. other kinds of things so Frankfurt obviously um, Luxembourg so yeah I thought that was a pretty good question and also a fun fact I've been to both the building in Strasbourg and to the European law courts in Luxembourg nice I think I've been to the ones in Luxembourg yeah Luxembourg is quite an ugly building unfortunately yeah <laughs> it kind of stands out yeah Strasbourg is much nicer mm. yeah so that was quite fun uh, another geography question that I liked was on the Pradesh states in India yes so there's quite a few Pradesh states as Himachal, there's Uttar, there's Madhya, I think a few others. So this is actually not, I think it's, it's you have to know your geography, but also your kind of sub-regional um, state level geography in particular country. So that's an extra level of, I guess, knowledge that you have to have, which is great. No, I, I was, did very well. I was very impressed with their knowledge. And it's definitely Davis who was leading the conferring on uh, the states. Yes. So it's very commendable of him to, uh, to commit know. to memory more states than you need to know. Yeah, exactly. And then to know, um, kind of be able to distinguish between the different ones. I think yeah. that's pretty good. For sure, for sure, for sure. I also liked the one about countries that border Saudi Arabia based on their flags. Oh, yeah. That's, again, another fun spin on the usual stuff. Like, normally you'd have a picture around on flags Mm. or you'd just have around on named country based on their flags. So this is a nice kind of twist to kind of help you center your thinking. And so you're Mm. not wasting time thinking about the various 270 institutions which (laughs) uh, litter the world. Yeah. That was quite nicely done. Mm -hmm. And then the music round was 
pretty funky as well. Yeah, it was artists who designed their own cover art. Yeah. So, so it was quite a collection of artists. So like Grimes and then, was it the Bonzo Dog Band? I've never heard of that <laughs> I've one. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. But that's, again, you know, a pretty interesting take on Music Round, right? Exactly. Yeah. And also it's nice to not have another aria round because mm-hmm. I I really hope there's no more opera or classical music I for the final. So too. Yeah. That's not to say I don't like classical music. It's just it's so overdone. Yeah. I have one last uh, special mention for uh, questions. Yeah. And that's the one on the Taming of the Shrew. Mm. Because Modern utterly failed to get any of them correct. Oh, damn. And I just want to point out that, you know, maybe it's time we retire talking about Shakespeare a little bit. <laughs> yes, I know he was a fantastic playwright. It's a proud British institution. Indeed. There are other proud British institutions that we can maybe shine a bit more of a light on. So yeah, maybe move true. away from a guy who's been dead for almost 400 years. Yeah. Uh, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens hasn't made an appearance for, for quite a That's bit. That's true. The ghost of Charles Dickens has finally <laughs> left us alone. Yeah, he has. I'm so happy. Well, no, we still have one final left. I That's true. To, I'll hold you to that. Yes, yeah, only be oops all Charles Dickens. <laughs> yeah. So that's all for my favorite questions. Shall we move into some stats? Yeah, I don't think... Uh, just one last thing I want to say about questions is yeah. just that... Um, the reason why we have fewer favorite questions, I guess, than usual is because there were a lot where we were just like, I have no yeah, idea what's I, going I thought on. the questions were so much more difficult this time. So it was a bit hard for me to wrap my head around what the question even was. At some points, I felt my brain was starting to kind of flow out my ears <laughs> because some of them were just making me, yeah. you know, really question my sanity. So Yeah, so all the more uh, good job to these teams for making yeah. it. And so I imagine I'll be happy if I get one question right in the final next mm. week. Oh, we'll see. We'll see indeed. So yeah, time for some stats. So courtesy of UC Stats. Um, so final score of 270 to Maudlin, 50 to Balliol. Um, so Balliol were asked as many starter questions as Maudlin got correct. Okay. Does that makes sense? So Balliol managed to get four out of a total of 14 starter questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Maudlin got 14 um, out of 23 starter questions correct. Okay, that's not terrible um, odds. Yeah, uh, but when it came to bonus questions, obviously Maudlin got that many more bonus questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, 28 out of 42 yep. as compared to Balliol's 6 out of 12. Mm-hmm. But when you look at percentages, Balliol managed to get about half of all their bonuses correct. Mm-hmm. Maudlin about 67%. Okay. So so I wouldn't say that. So clearly, Billyol did, a, I think, a fair, got a fairly good job on bonuses, right? Yeah. I don't think that's where they dropped the ball. It was really on starters, which I think. So that's why I, I'm saying that it was probably more of a confidence taking a hit issue from losing so many points. I mean, they did lose twenty points. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying that that was where they dropped the ball, but I'm just saying that compared to where, how we've seen them perform in bonuses in other rounds. Yeah. yeah. It's much less. It's not, you know, the 80% they got in Mm. the second round, for example, which was absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, But yeah, anyway, so, you know, a lot of interruptions this team. So this match, actually. So a total of six incorrect interruptions and seven correct. So 13 interruptions. And it's pretty high. It's the six, especially because that's four that went to Balliol and two to Maudlin. Yeah, correct. And then uh, when it came to correct interruptions, it was mostly uh, Maudlin. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely having a much riskier buzzer uh, strategy this time round, mm-hmm. buzzing in a bit earlier. And thankfully it paid off for them mostly, but uh, for Balliol, oof, that yeah. was not a gamma which paid out for them, unfortunately. Yeah, so Davies, obviously um, the star with six out of eight starter questions. Nice. Uh, Lawson also six out of 11. Okay. Um, and then Byrne, O'Connor and Schofield all managed two correct starter questions. Okay, not bad. Also, I think I saw that this is the uh, second largest point disparity of the season. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, the first is still Birkbeck versus Reading in the first round. Because mm-hmm. I think that was almost 300 to 50. Yes, I remember that one. Yes, well, I mean, that was the one where we thought, oh, Birkbeck, they're really going to go far. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, <laughs> the quarterfinals happened. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you very much for those stats. Is there anything else you wanted to... No, uh, that's what the main stat. Okay, cool. Never mind then. So I think now uh, we need to move on to what uh, I think we're now well known for <laughs> at this point. Yes. And that would be the best dressed. And on Honestly, um, Belial, you can walk away with the more important prize than winning University Challenge. <laughs> oh, it's best dress. Winning best dress because yeah. O'Connor's flowery dungarees were a sight to behold. Eye-catching. Yes, I think that is probably the most accurate way of describing it. <laughs> I mean, I noticed it immediately. Yeah. Just within a few seconds of the show starting, I was like, wow, look I at think, that. I think the bright yellow definitely helps kind of draw the eye. <laughs> Almost a point where... There's a choice. Yeah, we saw that. And it took me a good minute to realise that Schofield was also wearing dungarees. Yeah, she was. But hers was... The colours were a bit more muted compared to... Yeah, I think because she was also wearing... The top she was wearing kind of uh, muted a little bit as well. So her hair's longer, so kind of covers more. It's interesting. So this is not the first time O'Connor's worn dungarees. But definitely, uh, this one is is definitely the more um, interesting choice. Yeah, he had a brown set the last time we saw him in dungarees. So... I mean, well, he looks good in dungarees. No, I mean, good on you, man, for owning at least two pairs of dungarees, <laughs> potentially more. I think he, I feel like he has more. Yeah, please let us know how many do you own because <laughs> they are quite wonderful. Yeah. Uh, any other special mentions for best dressed? I think Spain mm-hmm. is very consistently wearing her red. Uh, very ensemble. theology for Ministry Chic. For sure, and I think once again Lawson was wearing the blue shirt. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like a, a doctor, you know. It's a doctor. He does look like a GP right now, between, doesn't he? Between surgeries, kind of. Oh, yeah, just some university challenge. So, you know, kind of keep that stress going the whole day and killing it. Yeah, you kind of get the feeling that uh, some uh, general petitions office is closed and secretary saying, sorry, doctor's out right now. <laughs> On <laughs> university challenge. Back with you in 30 minutes. <laughs> In that case, I think that's all we really need to say. Yeah, we have, uh, I'm really looking forward to next week. Absolutely. This is going to be one corker of a Nerd Super Bowl. Oh, yes. The Nerd Super Bowl. I Everybody think we might be hyped. teasing the, uh, the title, title of next week's episode. Yeah. So, you know, Cambridge, I, they are a very well-known institution. Mm-hmm. Um, Warwick, you know, they have not done, I think, as well or gone as far in, in, in the history of University Challenge as compared to all these Cambridge colleges. Yeah, I mean... So, you know, I think both have both teams have something going for them. Yeah, no, they're, you know, they're a decent university, but uh, they're not super well-known. Mm. And I think we've mentioned it before that the last time they won University Challenge was back in 2007. Yeah. So it's a long time coming. And I think that I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past uh, the Warwick team to win it. I am expecting that. But we did see Modern really step it up a notch this time around. So we just have to wait and see if that carries on over to the final or not. Yeah, yeah. So we look forward to speaking to you then after uh, the fallout of that particular uh, match. Yeah, so please join us uh, for next week's episode where mm-hmm. we cover the final of University Challenge Series 50. And in the meantime, you can always talk to us. Uh, our Twitter handle is ICTO2. Uh, send us anything that's nice. Yeah. No, nothing mean, please. Or if you want to send us an email, like a few lovely people have, it's yeah. uh, ictopodcast at gmail.com. Yep, and we're also on Instagram as I got that one. That too, yeah. <laughs> we also enjoy uh, seeing your wonderful visual memes. If you yeah, yeah. All so right, until next week, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.